This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, February the 22nd, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. Give us a call at one 800 And the lovely Wendy will be there to take your call, answer your questions. Just be nice to you. Or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you look at the products and order online, but you can check out the news to disturb the comfortable. That work behind the news that's posted on there is done by our producer, Ramon. Thank you, Ramon, for taking care of that side of the business. And I'll just tell you this. This information that's gathered and put together is all the, I guess what you would say, the brainchild and the trust of 20 years of family, which started with Eric Peterson, and today the CEO is Joe Jaquint, and he's the man who just backs up this information. And, Joe, it's Monday. Did you have a good weekend? How are you? What a great weekend. I will say this. It is just one of those weekends where you're reminded of why you live in the Valley of the Soak. It was perfect out there. I know you played in a charity golf event on Saturday. Uh, I, I had a bunch of my friends fly in from California and Nevada, and we played golf uh, at the Talking Stick Resort, which... I'll just say this. It was a beautiful day. Boy, I couldn't ask Beautiful day. Extremely overpriced golf. And the course, was, it was fine. But $165 for a round of golf is what your friend from the, out of state. That was out of state golf, Out right? of state, right? You got a good deal. And I got to say this. No, no. no. <laughs> I got a better deal. But At it wasn't least a good mine deal. was a fundraiser because right. we were in that ballpark <laughs> right. as far as money goes. Then the thing is, is so the rules, and this is how it really goes down. Is so I've got six friends. I got more than six, but six friends that are coming into town. So I call. You know, it was three, four weeks ago, and they told me that I could not make the reservation. Because I am an Arizona resident, and Arizona residents are not allowed to reserve a tea time for out of state. For no, for golf to play golf at this place until a week before the round. And I said to the person, "So what you're telling me is that I'm essentially you don't want me to play golf." before 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a weekend because I know that if I wait till the seventh day, seven days before the tea time, you're going to tell me the earliest you can get me on is blah, blah, blah. And I got all these people coming in and out of town. So I had to wait a day, and then I called back up and pretended to be one of my out-of-town friends to book the tea time. But then I figured out why. Because when I showed up there, See, the Arizona residents only had to pay like $95. The guy tells me, he goes, well, I can't give you the $95 rate. 
as I was checking. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm an Arizona resident. Yeah, but Arizona residents are only allowed to book a tea time seven days in advance. I go, but one of my friends from out of town, I got six of them here. Well, that's just the rule, sir. And then they ended up charging me. I don't know how we cut. We ended up negotiating a $129 settlement. What a ripoff. <laughs> that, that sounds crazy. horrible. That sounds horrible. Yes, you Arizona residents aren't allowed to play golf. So put it this way. I won't play golf there again. There you go. There you go. So that was my weekend. I know your weekend, the fundraiser went well. So went that's well, always Boulder great. Creek Baseball raised a lot of money, and the guy behind it, Rob Bandelier, you know, he uh, – his son is on the team, so he put so much work in organizing 90-plus players to play in this golf tournament, and they raised some great money uh, for the baseball team. It's exciting. It's you know, you got to do it. got to do anymore. You know, you just, I mean, it's, I don't know how it got this way, but any, if your kid is any in any type of extra activity, there's always a fundraiser. You know what, I'll, I'll just tell you this, it's the 12th year that they've done that golf tournament, and uh, Rob probably been at the, the the point you know putting it together every year the guy just volunteers his time and I'll, so i'll just tell you this it runs smoothly after 12 <laughs> years of this, and i'll tell you i think i've played in every one of them i think i played just about well every i played one in a bunch of them but it just happened to be that weekend didn't work but anyway uh outside of the outrageous cost to play golf it was a spectacular weekend here in arizona and you know in a couple of about two or three months from now, it'll be a little different story, but at least for right now, the weather is drop-dead gorgeous. We got a good show lined up for you today. We had all kinds of great chatter about crude oil today. You know, the, the traders are at work because it looks like the Saudis may end up being the winner. Because I just saw the headline flash across U.S. producers uh, getting ready to cut production here in the United States. Uh, they did say, however, that in five years, they believe that America will be the number one producer of crude oil in the world. Amazing. We weren't supposed to be the country that does that. It was all supposed to come from the Middle East, right? Well, that, that's how it's been being done. Obviously, we could have d- done we this done it years, ago. years ago. I mean, why do we even import any oil? a great question and you know other current events this weekend is it going to come down to bill or or, or hillary and, and, and donald is that well, it? hillary won in nevada, nevada for the democrats today south carolina or that already happened uh, no south carolina happened for the republicans they're on alternating schedules oh, so I the can. republicans okay. trump won uh pretty handily in in south carolina Either way, maybe Wall Street's happy that Hillary won. I don't know. I, can't I think Jeff that. Bush is going out the window. Yeah, Jeff Bush is gone. So. Patriot Radio News Hour. Come on back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J in the love. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The numbers are in. You want to know how much we gave up to have NAFTA and GATT to to get rid of tariffs and open up the communist Chinese market. I mean, what we it, gave up as a country? What we gave up as a country. Because 
According to uh, the Census Bureau, they're the ones that keep track of the trade data. According to the Census Bureaus, in terms of stuff, okay, so one of the big things that we, and I say we, the agenda, one of the big items on the agenda and the opening up of the Chinese market is uh, we didn't know it. But we knew that we were going to lose all those manufacturing jobs. That's not how what they told us. But that's, you know, and I remember Eric being all over this stuff. And the net effect was we were going to lose all those jobs. But the thing that they said, thought that they were just going to clean up on, the bankers couldn't wait because they had all of these quote-unquote services that they wanted to sell to the Chinese. According to the Census Bureau, just the stuff. So for take services out, just physical products. China hit a new all-time record for the amount of stuff that they sent us versus the amount of stuff that we sent to them. In 2015, China ran a $365 billion, $694 million surplus in terms of stuff, according to the Census Bureau. The deficit, the $365 billion, that was an increase of $22 billion from the previous years. According to the uh, Census Bureau and the Bureau of Economic Analysis said in a press release that exports to China decreased by $7.5 billion dollars. We sent the Chinese $116 billion worth of stuff. The Chinese sent us $482 billion worth of stuff. To come up with that $365 billion deficit. So what did we... We gave up $365 billion. Because let's face it. Before we opened up China with NAFTA and GATT, we really didn't trade with them. Right? They were a communist nation. They were on that bad guy bus still at the time, right? Somehow they got off the bad guy bus. Now they're our new best friends. But what really disturbed me was they told us what our trade, you know, okay, we knew we were going to lose that. And I say we, the guys that structured this, these big companies, they knew that was going to happen. They didn't care. They knew they were going to fire millions of U.S. workers. They did not care. They didn't care. What they cared about was their stock price. And quite honestly, let's face it, they're the CEOs and CFOs of their companies. That's what they should care about. Right? I guess at some point they can say, well, hey, it's not our fault that you guys voted for this stuff. I mean, yeah, we wanted you to. I bet you a lot of them probably thought, there's no way these guys are going to do that. All the, the congressmen and all of our representatives, you think that deep down they're like, 
they're not really going to go for this, are they? And then when they figure it out, hey, we actually got a shot. They might actually do this. Can you believe our good fortune? And then, of course, all the bankers. Here's, we gave up $365 billion to pick up 20. That was the amount of money in real, uh, let me be accurate, $22 billion in the service increase in the, I'm sorry, a $28 billion surplus. So for $28 billion, we gave up $360 billion. I mean, this is, this is what it was about. So Jamie Diamond and, and and Bank of America and J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs can come in and tell show the Chinese how to get our financial system. I mean, it's almost it's almost hard to believe, isn't it? Well, look at the debt on our financial system, and uh, isn't that what they duplicated? Isn't China's debt just through the roof? Oh, my God. Well, they're going Are they worse than us? Are they worse than us? I mean, uh, so, like, do they... I mean, our national... As far as dollar terms, no. No. No, but they're... they're, So we're winning in the deficit department as well, is what you're saying. (laughs) We win in a different way. And this is the thing, you know, I look at Donald Trump. I'm going to make America great again. Right? And you think about... This is really what... This was the economic plan that these guys had. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get all the jobs out of here and start building all this stuff somewhere else so you can all pay less. In exchange for losing all that money, could you imagine what $365 billion would do to this economy? You know how many jobs that would be? Also, they could sell them $20 billion worth of services. I mean, it really is astounding. And, and, and you think about, nobody saw this. But my uncle is the only person that saw this. I mean, really? Well, your uncle wears a tinfoil hat. That's right. what they would have you believe, right? That's <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. can't take him seriously. He's just right all the time. And then this number, you know what, it, it kind of going hand in hand, a reading of manufacturing sentiments called the Flash PMI came out this morning, and they said it unexpectedly lost momentum in February. I don't know what was unexpected about it. They said the index fell to 51, which matches the lowest level since the financial crisis of September 2009. says U.S. factories are reporting the worst business conditions in over, well, I don't know why they say three years. I mean, 2009 was six-plus years ago, September of 2009. It says every indication from the flash survey from output, order books, exports, 
employment, inventory, and prices is flashing a warning light about the health of the manufacturing economy of the United States. And I think about 20 years. That's all it took. It took 20 years to destroy pretty much all of the manufacturing prowess of the United States. And somehow they they think that we're still going to be a great nation even though we don't make anything anymore. It doesn't make any sense. Right? I mean, it defies logic. You know, and then you sit there and you start thinking about why is it that they're going to get rid of cash? And that's really been... I got so many emails about what's going to happen, why is it happening. And, of course, I've been trying to tell you all of it's debt-related. One person asked, and and I'll say one, more than one, but people are worried. What happened when you go to sell back gold or silver when there is no cash? And really, it goes for any of you. You know what? Even a lot of people, people that have listened to the show for a year, you've never done business with you, with us. People want to know what happened. And it's really a simple process. It doesn't really matter whether it's Federal Reserve notes, right? If it was a barrow's strategic drawing rights, electronic credits. There's going to be, unless there's total anarchy, right? Total anarchy, you go into to the barter system, right? But as long as there's a median of exchange, Whatever that is, whatever they determine is the acceptable form of payment. When you go to sell back any items, whether you bought it from us or not, that's what we're going to pay you in. Right right now, we still pay in what? U.S. dollars. Federal Reserve notes. Currency. Right, currency. American currency. And if they decide two years from now, four years from now, five years from now, ten years from now. Hey, you know what? We're going to make it something else. Whatever that may be, that's what it'll go to. Same thing with your mortgage. Right? Same thing if you were selling a house or selling your car. Right? Whatever the medium of exchange is, whatever whatever the currency they tell us is, But one of the things that you have to remember, not only does it allow, and a lot of people were on this this point talking about cashless, they want to track everything we do. And think about it now. You know, I think about our little trip. Okay, so I had six friends fly in. All of them bought airline tickets. They made hotel reservations. They made golf reservations, and they paid for it all with what? Credit card. Credit card. Right? Well, we were uh, eating breakfast or lunch, or we went out 
to here or did this, what did they use? Credit cards, plastic, plastic, the debit card, the credit card. And you think about ninety. I would, and I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm I got to believe ninety percent of the transactions are done that way, right? Wouldn't you think? I just, I got to believe that not one of your six friends, when they got the hotel, or even when they approached the the the, the golf pro, pulled out cash. Yeah, I don't. I did. I was the only one. Yeah, but you're a tinfoil hat wearing son of a gun. Okay? <laughs> so I, I'm just telling you, I'm just, I'm just telling you, I don't believe that those guys, and in, 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 in 95% and, of the time, they're, they're, they're going to use their cards. And, and here's my point to all of you that were out there sent me emails about this. Most of these people already, yeah, they're already doing it. Right? They're already doing it. What do I care? Right? They're just trained. Agreed. Right? They're conditioned to die. They're already doing it now. It really doesn't affect me. They Because you know what? They don't see beyond the simplicity of it. Right? Well, uh, can, I, can I give you an example? Sure. You know, in America, you know, back in the day, they used to carry your, your stuff out to your car. Well, now you do it on your own. You used to... Get somebody. A waiter would clean up the table. Today you clean up after yourself. We all get trained. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Talking about. No, you're right. We're trained in everything. We get trained to do everything. They train us now to check out our own groceries. The one that I hate is, you know what you're getting trained to do now? Is when you go pick up pizza at Domino's, when you pick up, they have a tip line. You're trained to tip them, even though there's no service rendered. <laughs> hey, listen, we took your order, and it's... And when we, we, hand, more, right, we handed no it service, to you. A tip, I thought tips were for services rendered by an individual, and I get it. Do you know the average bartender in Arizona makes $5 an hour? They literally live off their tips. That's their minimum wage. They're, that's the, that's a good wage, apparently, because tips are you know people tip well. Okay, I think I don't know, but I've spoken to a couple of bartenders. You know what? Let me ask you this: this. How did that get done? How did what get done? How that is it be- that one group? Hey, listen, I know that you're paying minimum wage and you've got a law, but that shouldn't apply to us. That makes no sense. But you know how it got done, right? You do. People are they lobby lobby for it, for it. and somehow they convinced our our politicians that you know what? Hey, if you do this, we're going to close all our. There's going to be no more Applebee's. And think about this: Do waiters and waitresses make more than four dollars an hour? They live off of tips, right? There's no more TGI Fridays if you make us pay people eight dollars an hour, right? Right, we just can't afford it because of food costs and the markup on all those Which things. Which is that nonsense. Work. Nonsense. But we've been trained to tip. Well, I'll, And they're, they're even going to tell you, based on the individual service, good or bad, what's the tip number? So I'm going to tell you how, uh, right, uh, well, let me tell you. Great, I'm glad you brought it up. So we're, we're golfing. Okay, me, my buddy, we got two foursomes out there. And the cart girl comes by. Hello. And as Homer said, right, 
They don't have any cash. I'm the only one that has cash. And, you know, they, they everyone was being so nice to me because they were just, oh, double, thanks for setting all this up and blah, blah, blah. We're buying, the, we're buying beverages. beverages. And my one of my buddies gives gives the credit card to the cart girl, and we go on or about our way and off throughout the round. And about the seventeenth hole, my friends, hey, so what, what's going to happen? And the gal goes, oh, we're just going to charge your car, and they automatically put a twenty percent gratuity on there. It's automatic. Automatic. I mean, you ain't getting. We gonna have bad service with this, that, wrong, this nope, twenty percent. Well Who okay. decided that? I know. Well here's another one. Just to go along with that, have you ever read the fine print when you go to an Applebee's or to a uh, TGI Fridays? All parties over six, there is an automatic twenty percent gratuity added to your bill. That's right. Well you got too many people here. You got too many people, so we're gonna <laughs> automatically because I don't know if your kid burps over there or drugs spill something, I have to pick it up. I'm going to charge you 20% additional just to make and, sure that the listen, service I'm, is taken care of. I, I do not fault the waiters and waitresses for that. I mean, that's not... they got to make a living, man. Absolutely. I just find it interesting. You know, we're talking about how how is it that the Chinese and our great trade agreement, because you got to think now, go back 20, 22, three years ago. Trade with China was non-existent. Didn't happen. You just didn't didn't even register. Twenty years later, we've entered into trade agreements with this one country. Who, let's face it, <laughs> we wouldn't have even said they were a friend of ours, right? If you if you ran into China on the street. You wouldn't have even waved to the person, right? You wouldn't even wave to them. That's how little we liked each other. How about that? Right? And and now they they get to send us $480 billion worth of stuff. And we get to send them $116 billion in return. Oh, and, and we get another 20-something billion in services. And then we sit there, and what do we say? Eh. You know, we talk about it all the time. We dare people, go in to Walmart, go into Target, and outside of some of the food, find something that's made in America. And and, and really, quite honestly, what a people, eh. right? Eh. So my buddy with his credit card. Well, we're just, we're automatically. Oh, you're using a credit card. Well, that's an automatic twenty percent gratuity. Do you know what he said? Eh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Trained him well. <laughs> you know. Thank you. Monkey never learned. <laughs> well, us, we all learn. Right? All those people we played the video from Carrier Air Conditioning. If you missed that one, uh, we did the show, uh, I want to say last week or the week before, in Indianapolis, where they were telling the U.S. worker, for the good of the company, we are 
removing you from your job and moving it to Mexico because it's the for the good of the company. And then they told everybody to be quiet because they had more to say. People wanted to hear it, apparently. For the good, we're going to take away your job. We're going to send it to So Mexico. think about this. Here's how it's going to go down. We are going to get rid of cash because it's good for the country. Not good for you, but it's good for the country. And just think of all the great things we can do. Now we can just electronically say, you know what, for every purchase, let's just add an extra 5%. Right? Just think how much easier the value-added tax could be here in America if everything is an electronic credit. Matter of fact, they don't even have to worry about you or I. They'll just charge the tax before the retailers even sell it. That way, if they want to try to do anything in the black market, hey, you're out the tax either way. Right? If they want to come out and say, you know what? We're going to have to start charging every person Two percent, three percent, four percent, just for putting money in the bank. We just do that now with a little data entry. See how much better this is for everybody? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. They don't like me. They don't like what I have to say. And and they get angry because they say that's not going to happen. Because they 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 and I don't know why. I mean look at the look at the report out from the Census Bureau about trade with China. 20 years ago, my uncle was on this this program, this very one, screaming from the rooftops about how horrible these trade deals were and how it was going to devastate this country. Do you know that number of people on food stamps then was about 15 million? You know how many people are on food stamps now? 45 million. Do you know where they came from? They came from that trade deficit of 365 billion. That's where they came from. People need to wake up. Because it's actually...
actually really, not only does that, it's easy. We don't matter. That's why Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders are doing so well. Eric always used to say, eventually we're going to want it back. But before that happens, we've got to hit rock bottom. We're nowhere close to rock bottom. Think about all that they've done since 2007, since the great crisis that none of them saw coming, right? right? That's the best part. Just like today, Janet Yellen still doesn't see the recession. All the idiots that they parade out on television still don't see it. Nine years later, they sold you out for a couple thousand Dow points. Not, not even after they, you know, Dow's up two hundred points today because America's going to cut oil production. Maybe. <laughs> Just put more people out of work. The Dow is 1,900 points higher than it was in 07. That's it. And that's that's up about four or 500 points from a week ago, right? Right, but down what? From the first of the year? Right. All of, right, down for the year, but... Neither here nor there. They will do it for any amount. They didn't do it. They didn't throw us out for 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 Dow points. They did it for 1,900 points. So when you sit there and you start hearing about this guy, Larry Summers, He's easily one of the most influential people when it comes to to all of this central banking stuff. He didn't wake up over the weekend and decide, oh, I don't know, you know what, I'm get rid of money. This is where we're heading. For all of those people out there that don't like me and and don't believe anything this show's done. You know what? Go back 20 years, and you know what? We're right on. And we're going to continue to be right on, because quite honestly, you don't have to have that high of an IQ to realize what's going to happen. And you sit there and you look at deficits of $19 trillion. And we're going to add a trillion dollars a year because it's just, it's incredible. And we keep electing these people over and over and over again. And all of the these negotiations and all of these deals that get made, they all get made the same way. Because really, what is it, what are they really going for? Hey, we want everyone to be equal. Everyone should get a participation trophy. And really what that means is, hey, you people that were living the good life, 
or even the, let's face it, really, the, the medium life. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. You know what? We got all these other people. They're out in the rice field, right? They're down in, in some little town in Mexico or Peru or Africa or Indonesia. Malaysia. You know what? They deserve the middle, too. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get rid of the middle here, and we're going to give it to somebody else in some other country. And if we can't do that, we're going to bring the, the, the people that were not in the middle in, in India or wherever, and we're going to bring them over here and get rid of you here. But either way, we're getting rid of you. Did you see? I don't know if you saw the, the thing with Hertz this weekend. Did you see that? Hertz decided to let IBM take over their IT stuff because they felt like they had too many employees there. You know what IBM did? They brought in a bunch of H-1B workers to do the IT work for Hertz. How do you think that got done? You're right. That's another one of those agreements they made. Page Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Page Radio News Hour. And I would like to wish my partner, Homer, a happy birthday today. Hello. Another the, year older. Made it another year. The young man is now... 49, Hello. is that right? Holy cow. Listen, I look a lot older, and I feel a lot older, so I've got that going for me. <laughs> so one year away from the big 5-0. You know what? I've yet to receive a, uh, what do they call that, the, the letter that you get in the mail that you're part of that, you know, you're heading in. The, the AARP. <laughs> I haven't got one yet. Now I know my good buddy Rob, who's a year older, he got he's gotten a couple of those. You're on your way, Joe. You're on your oh, way. So when you get to the five zero, is I that think what you it? start receiving uh, pamphlets and information about AARP. I'm going to look at it this way: if I get one of those, I'll have exceeded my expectations. Ah, well, I'm here to tell you, you're you, going to. You set the bar it. low enough. <laughs> <laughs> Which is apparently what we do in any type of ne- negotiation. Yeah. We yeah. like to set the bar low enough so we can say we jumped over it. Well, thank you for the birthday wish this morning, buddy. Thank this you very a, much. You've been a great friend, and I wish you uh, just all the joy and happiness, but just today. Tomorrow we'll go tomorrow, back to We'll right. go back to the <laughs> rough life living. That's that, right, that. right, that's right. Uh, the Dow's up 200 points as U.S. oil producers are going to be buckling up for big cuts. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, the Dow, or gold's down $18, $1,212, apparently. Uh, whatever happened Friday is now uh, circumvented. It's behind us. It's behind, it's behind us. us. Circumvented by the new headline here. Uh, silver's down $0.18, cents, $15.20. And 20 cents. Pick it up. Pick some up on the pullbacks here. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll-free number. And uh, for Homer's happy birthday special.
know whom he loves special? I'm, gonna. I'm waving all because I, we all want the government to know what we're doing. Waving all credit card fees today for Homer's birthday at 800-951-0592. And we can all be good citizens and just get ready for the electronic money that's coming. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Uh, and, uh, oh, everyone have a great day, right? Yeah, everyone have a great day. Enjoy the weather. I understand that it's only going to, you know, it's only going to maintain itself. It's not going backward. They're not. Yeah, we're right already there. at that point where now you're the Maybe. countdown to when's the first hundred degree day, and uh, it's going to be here before we know it. I'm here to tell I you. I don't it's, like how hot it's been because that kind of, at least in my mind, means it's going to be a really hot summer, and then I'm going to be complaining. Really, but, honestly, you don't need the weather to complain. You do enough of that without the weather being part of it. I agree. So tomorrow. I'm going to update you on the government has decided in its great kindness that we're going to have new regulations for the 45-plus million Americans that receive food stamp benefits. But it's not a requirement for the people receiving the benefits, but a requirement for businesses that want to accept the food stand. You'll be interested to see how that's going to work out. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everyone have a great day. Happy birthday to Homer. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.